Welcome to Cozy Co-Creation, a podcast about healing and manifestation for trauma survivors. My name is Samara Kasai, and I help trauma survivors repair their relationship with the universe, graduate from good vibes only, and co-create their most fulfilling lives. I'm the founder of Moody and Magnetic, which is a group coaching program where you'll learn and practice trauma-informed manifestation. I also have the pleasure of guiding my private clients through deep healing and transformation in a six-month container called Trustfall for even more support on your healing journey and to keep up with all of my different programs. You can follow me on Instagram at Samara Kasai. Let's get into the episode. Hello everyone, we are live for part one of my two-part Healed Enough training series. So this training series is all about really connecting to the desires that you want to manifest in your life, even though you have trauma to work through. So my goal is that you will leave this training feeling a lot more committed. Also, if you hear my cats playing in the background, (laughs) that's definitely what that is. No worries there. Um, But that you will leave this training feeling much more committed, hello Kim, to the fact that you can have whatever it is that you desire to create in this life, regardless of the experiences that you've been through in the past, regardless of the trauma that you have to work through, and regardless even of the way that that trauma is continuing to affect your mental health today. So, so many of us, and I can just dive right in, right? So many of us have been through the ringer, right? When it comes to life, we've experienced trauma we've experienced hardship whether it be little t trauma big t trauma but we have some things that are continuing to affect the way that we show up in the world our mental health has been affected right by the things we've experienced in the past and so many people come to me feeling like the goal is to start showing up as if they've never experienced trauma before basically to erase any quote-unquote evidence that they have been through anything and to show up from this place of being fully healed and so this training is called healed enough for that reason because i want you to leave this two-part training series knowing that you actually are completely healed enough right healed enough to live and co-create the life that you actually desire you're healed enough to manifest what it is that you feel called to create in this life so that's what we're doing here today i hope you'll join me i hope you'll grab a notebook if you can if you're listening on the podcast no worries about it come back to this later but definitely still listen all the way through now get some water i've got a blanket i've got my notebook because i've got my notes here want to make sure that i hit all my points and i am just like so thrilled to be teaching this training this is the topic that of my clients, whether they're in private coaching, whether they're in moody and magnetic, 100% of people who work with me can benefit from this. And so it's really just feeling like my calling right now to bring that out to all of you. Because if you follow my work, if this is something that you're interested in, I know that this training series is going to give you a new way of thinking about your life, a new way of relating to yourself, and a new way of relating to your mental health and to your healing journey. So... Let's talk through 
part one of this training. Part one is really going to be more about vision casting, right? And so when I say vision casting, I mean I'm going to be laying out a vision for you and inviting you to come on a journey with me. I'm going to invite you into a new way of thinking, into a new way of believing about your life, and I'm really going to invite you to start seeing things differently. So imagine that, you know, you and I are just having a conversation. We're sitting in my living room. Maybe we're sitting on the train. And I hope, my hope for you is that you leave part one feeling like, wow, like I actually really see something differently now. So that's part one. Part two is going to be tactical. Part two, I'm going to be breaking down the steps, the basic skeleton of trauma-informed manifestation. Now, I've never done this in a piece of free content before, but it feels really meaningful to me because I've seen what trauma-informed manifestation can do for people and how this lens can really help. And my belief now is that everyone who wants access to the basics can have access to the basics. So we're going to be doing the basics of trauma-informed manifestation in part two. So for part one, Buckle up, open your mind, and get ready to start really seeing things differently. So the first idea, the first thought, concept that I'm going to... Hi, new friend who just joined. The first concept that I'm going to invite you into today is really the idea that there's nothing wrong with you. And so if you've been following my work, you know that I say this a lot. And if I could say this to everyone I ever met on the street, I would say there's nothing wrong with you. And this is so important because when you start to really internalize it, not just hear it and not even just say it to yourself, but when you feel it in your body, when you wake up and you just organically can believe that there's nothing wrong with you, it really helps you get to the point where being fully healed, quote unquote, is not even the goal. It's not the goal. And so as I talked about earlier in this episode, this idea that you need to go live your life as if you've never experienced any trauma, live your life as if you have no mental health issues, and just basically perform up to this perfect standard of capitalism in order to have the life that you want, completely goes out the window when you let yourself really sink into and know that there's nothing wrong with you my cats are being very playful right now so i apologize if they are distracting they're making a little bit of noise under the table but really just feeling into this letting it sink into your body there's nothing wrong with you and when i'm integrating a new belief something that maybe i i know on the surface that i should believe quote unquote but it doesn't fully land for me these are a couple of the exercises that i do for myself and so I'm just gonna kind of go through them and then I want you to take your time after this training to sit with your journal, sit with yourself and really journal through these exercises. Like the, the people who are gonna get the most out of this training are the people who are going to take the time to sit with it afterwards, after we're done live and just go through and process all the different things that I'm sharing for themselves because ultimately, I can talk about what makes sense to me, but I cannot decide what makes sense for you. And that is honestly, if, if that is all that you take away from this training, that is something that you could write everywhere. I cannot decide what makes sense for you, but I will share what makes sense for me. And then it is your job in this equation to go through and decide and process what actually makes sense for you. 
Okay, so there's nothing wrong with you. The way that I would go about integrating this, the way that I've integrated this in the past is to just ask myself, okay, if this is true, what else is true? And that works for me because my brain is very logical. I really rely on like building systems of belief. And one of the modules that we have in Moody and Magnetic this time is about how to build your most empowering belief system and really build it as a system of interconnected beliefs that support each other. And so really the first way to start thinking through this is like, if it's true that there's nothing wrong with me, what else is true? And I want you to just sit with that and be as detailed as possible in your journal when you're writing through this. Maybe for you, it's also true that, you know, the teacher who, you know, was mean to you in second grade wasn't actually being mean to you personally. Maybe they were expressing some kind of frustration that they had in general. If there's nothing wrong with you, then the fact that you launched an offer and nobody bought it does not actually mean that you are not a good creator. It doesn't mean anything about your merit as a person. It literally just means you launched an offer and nobody bought it. So go through your version of this if there's nothing wrong with you, hello. If there's nothing wrong with you, what else is true now that that's true? And again, you really have to make sense of this for yourself and take ownership of this for yourself. And for me, where I landed and where I invite you to land is to really get to this place of being fully healed is not the goal. Being fully healed is not the goal because there's nothing wrong with me. There's no reason for me to show up in the world any differently than I am. And part of my story and part of my journey is that I have experienced trauma and that I have these mental health issues and that, you know, sometimes I wake up and I'm really drained and my energy levels go up and down and all of these things that happen as a result of, you know, processing this post-traumatic stress, right? That I am gonna be processing for the rest of my life. And it's cool that I'm gonna be processing it for the rest of my life because there's nothing wrong with me, right? Like my goal is not to become someone else. My goal is not to put on someone else's nervous system or take on someone else's way of relating to life. My goal is really just to come home to myself, to embrace my own story, to honor my own story, and ultimately to create a life that allows me to honor my nervous system, right? And so we're going to be talking a little bit more about that in a second, but first chunk, first belief to really work with and to think about is there's nothing wrong with me. And again, not just to think about it on the surface level, but really to let it sink in and to feel true for you, there's nothing wrong with me. And just the second thing that I would do, in addition to really asking yourself, oh my God, my cats are being so loud. <laughs> in, in addition to really asking what else is true now that that's true, you can ask yourself to find evidence of the fact that this already exists, evidence of the fact that there's nothing wrong with you. And so for some of you, this might look like, you know, even thinking about baby you, you as a child, and looking through how you feel about yourself as a child and letting yourself come to that sense of like deep compassion for you as a child and recognizing that you as a child is you today. Whatever that needs to look like for you, but I invite you to really explore this idea of finding evidence and evidence that you believe, evidence that like sits within your body and makes sense to you for why there's genuinely, completely nothing wrong with you. And I 
Don't expect that this is something that you're going to be able to do in an afternoon. This is a, a lifelong conversation that you're going to be having with yourself. And you're probably going to need to deepen that conversation as your healing journey deepens. But I would say add this in to your regular practice of things that you do to tend to yourself. Just really making the case to yourself for why there is nothing wrong with you. And I promise that if you start having this conversation, if you open up this thread with yourself, you're going to go through life noticing times where you might have drawn the conclusion that there was something wrong with you. Again, the, the example could be like someone, you launched an offer and, and nobody bought it or something like that, or you went on a date and the person ghosted you. Whatever it is that would lead you to believe there's something wrong with me, you're going to start notice that you're showing up differently in those situations. Your default conclusions are going to change and your default conclusions are going to be more empowering. They're going to be more in line with the life that you want to create and more connected to your, your inherent potential, right? Your inherent potential to have whatever it is that you desire to create. Because the next step on this journey, the next step on this thread is to really sit with like, what do I actually want? And if there's nothing wrong with me, then what does that mean about what I need to do in order to have what I want, right? And so this training is about trauma-informed manifestation. Manifestation is working together with the universe to create the life that you want. And so once you realize that there's nothing wrong with you, you can start to realize that you're actually perfectly well qualified to have all of the things that you desire on the energetic level. It's not that you are inherently incapable. And I say this because so many of my clients and me, myself, and the past have felt this sense that we are inherently incapable like there's something about us almost like our you know our dna i don't know how else to say it like the way that we were built is disqualifying us it means that we can't have the life that we desire it means that we're incapable of creating the life that we want and if you've felt this way or if you've had this line of thinking first of all right there with you completely empathize and i really hope that the things i'm talking about in this training and in the next one that i'm going to be doing next tuesday are going to help you just start to unravel that conversation about you know maybe i'm inherently not cut out for this maybe i'm just not the kind of person who can have this thing because when we start to really look at like why do i believe that i can't have what i desire a lot of what will come to the surface is you know, because I've been through X, Y, and Z, because I have these emotional needs that haven't been met, because I, it, like, going back to this idea of, like, the energy level thing, the the sense that, like, I have, I have a chronic condition, right? I have PTSD. I need to tend to my nervous system in a particular way. I need conditions that are going to allow me to feel safe and to grow. And for a lot of my life, I believed that me having PTSD meant I was just going to have to settle for less in life. It, it really just felt that way. It felt completely true. And so if you're in the place where it feels completely like true or even 75% the case that your mental health and the trauma that you've experienced in the past have made you just like disqualified, have put some kind of cap on you for the kind of life you can create, that is perfectly okay, right? We can have compassion for the fact that you've drawn this conclusion. And what I'm doing today is inviting you to start seeing it differently. And so I want you to now sit with this idea. The next idea and belief that I'm gonna bring you into is that your trauma does not disqualify you from having a full life.
And so I'm going to say that again because it's a little wordy. Your trauma does not disqualify you from having a full life. And so same deal. What is true now that that's true? If trauma is not the thing disqualifying me from having the life that I want, and for and for everyone this is going to look different because everyone has their own genuine desire for the life that they want to create. Everyone has their own concept of what a full life is. But saying that you do have a concept of what a full life means for you and the trauma has not disqualified you from having that life, what else is true now that that's true? And so we can go back to this idea. I'm going to just carry carry through this idea of like a launch that nobody signed up for, right? Because um, I have a business and it's a big part of my life. And so say you launch something, nobody signed up. We've already been through. There's nothing wrong with me. Now, I am not disqualified from having the life I want. In this case, that would be maybe the life that I want is that I want to be a full-time business owner. That's something that really matters to me. And so I'm launching products and I'm launching programs and I'm offering services and things so that I can build my business up to supporting me financially and I don't have to have a job, right? That's the life I want. If my trauma has not disqualified me from that life, what else is true? Okay, well, given that it's not the trauma, it's not my mental health problems, I launched something and nobody bought, maybe I can take a look at the mechanics of the launch. What did I say? What did I say during the launch? How often did I post during the launch? Um, Who was I marketing to? Was I marketing to the, the people who were in the best position to receive my offer? You can start to take more strategic also now this fire truck (laughs) the background noise is not our friend today but i know that you can still hear me so i'm going to keep going this idea that ooh, that that truck actually did distract me a little bit hang on i'm going to take a hydration break okay we're back so this idea that your trauma hasn't disqualified you. You're no longer making that conclusion. And so you can look more deeply at what it is that is within your control, right? Because the trauma that you experience, that's not in your control. And the way that your nervous system is processing that trauma, that's also really not in your control, right? Like you can resource yourself, you can get therapy, you can get medication, you can get a coach, you can build out your own healing practice. And I'm gonna talk about that in our final point, but ultimately speaking, the things going on with you, the PTSD or any kind of depression, anxiety, whatever's going on in your emotional world is going on in your emotional world, but you can start to look more at what are the actions that you were taking that you are in control of, what's in your sphere of influence, so to speak, that did contribute to the launch not going the way that you hoped it would go or that did contribute to maybe um you know the person ghosting you after the date and so obviously dates are like a little bit different and that's something that i haven't thought about in a very long time but like when you notice that you things are not going in the way that you hoped they would it doesn't seem like things are going according to plan we're no longer making the conclusion that it's because of your mental health or that it's because of trauma we're making the conclusion that you are completely qualified to have this thing and so what happened here it's not me i am not the problem so what is the issue what happened here and just inviting yourself to have really honest and introspective conversations about how your life is actually looking and what is contributing, really contributing to those things. 
and what's contributing to them in a way that you can actually control. And so when I do these kinds of exercises, I end up feeling a lot more agency. I feel a lot more empowered. And I've seen that my clients will leave sessions with me feeling so much more empowered about what they can do to move their life forward and to co-create the kind of life and the direction for their life that they actually desire because they're no longer drawing this conclusion that, oh, I just can't have it because of trauma or I can't do this because of my mental health. And so I want to give you a very concrete example of something that I experienced with one of my clients that I just wrapped up with recently. So this client came to me and they were making money in their business, right? And so using this business example again, because it's salient for a lot of you, they were making money in their business, but they were doing it in a way that was very draining for them. And so they were actually on like a three month hiatus from selling because their whole relationship to their business was that when I'm selling and when I'm making money, I am so drained that I cannot tend to my nervous system. And of course I'm telling the story, so I'm gonna be telling it in the way I'm telling it, but this is a person who I'm sure would be totally fine with me telling this story. And so this idea is that they were making money in their business, but they were doing it in a way that was so draining for them. And because of their experience with trauma and because of their different neurodiversities, they were not necessarily feeling like it was sustainable for them to keep making money that way in their business. It wasn't sustainable for them to create the money that they wanted to see in the business that they wanted to have given what their nervous system needed. Their nervous system needed a lot of rest. They felt like they probably only should be working about 15 or so hours a week, but they had been working way more than that because they believed that was required. And the result of that was burnout. The result of that was discouragement. And ultimately the result of that was that they took months where they didn't sell anything and their income fell really far down because they just could not muster up what it took to be able to put themselves out there and sell again. So it led them to this place of I am disqualified from the income that I want to have and I am disqualified from the business that I want to create and the ways that I want to help people. I'm just not qualified. I'm not capable because of what my nervous system requires of me at this time because of the ways that the various traumas I've experienced have led me to need to rest, right? And so I hope that that grounds it and that that makes it very tangible that we can sometimes very sneakily be telling ourselves, I can't have what I want because of my nervous system. I can't have what I want because of trauma. I can't have what I want because of my emotional world. You can fill this in however you want to, but look at your life. Like really, I'm telling you, the people who are gonna get the most out of this training are gonna be the people who look at their lives and find out where they are living into this story of, I just can't have what I want because of my nervous system. I just can't have what I want because of trauma. And so just be, be aware, just be aware of where you're telling yourself that story. Let yourself be very honest and, and even invite in some self-compassion, right? Like you can invite in forgiveness, just right into that conversation and say, hey, I forgive myself for the choices that I made that were not in line with the life I desire. I forgive myself for drawing the conclusion that I could never have the life I desire because of my nervous system and just let yourself spend like a good 30 minutes like being in that conversation and sitting in it and soaking it up and like drinking in that self-compassion for the conclusions that you have made in the past 
and committing, like really committing to telling new stories about your potential, about what you're here to create, and about what you are able to do with the nervous system that you have. And that's like explicit, like with the nervous system that you have, not once you've healed more, not once you have changed, not once you've removed all of the evidence that you've ever experienced any trauma. No, today, today, this is called healed enough, right? And so what are you able to create with the nervous system you have now? And so let's go back to this client, right? This client, they came to me, they were on a hiatus from selling because the amount of money that they wanted in their business seemed like it would only come if they were really drained. When we finished working together, they were making the same amount of money that they had been making at the peak of, of their sales. They had replicated that income working a fraction of the hours that they had been working before. They raised their prices. They created a new offer that was way more aligned to who they wanted to help. And I want to speak about that a little bit because when you're actually creating something in a way that is intrinsically motivating to you in a way that you feel organically connected to create a lot of the draining can just stop it can be a lot less taxing on your nervous system when you are just creating things that you really want to create and we all know this right like when we when we have to go to like think about college or think about school you had to go to that class you didn't even want to go to that that gen ed that you just had to sit through and it was just draining to even get yourself to go and it was draining to like stay engaged throughout the class and and Think about that in contrast to like your favorite class, the class that you, that's like number one for your major, the reason you went to college, like that class, you're running, you're running to that class and you're showing up and you're raising your hand and you're asking questions and you're, you're taking notes. And so this person was able to create an offer that felt like the reason they did this in the first place. And they were able to really show up for that offer with intrinsic motivation. And their nervous system was just replenished by the fact that they weren't having to extract from themselves to run this offer. And so we raised the prices, which meant you could do less sessions and get the same amount of money. And then we created this offer that was really, and by, by we, I really mean they, they created this offer that did not extract from them in order to deliver. Like they created it in a way that was gonna pull them and intrinsically motivate them from the inside. And so their experience with their business had completely changed and their understanding of what it was gonna to take to grow their business had completely changed. And we could not have gotten to that place if this person was still believing that their nervous system disqualified them from having the life that they desired. We could never have gotten to that place if they were still telling stories about what was wrong with them and what they were incapable of due to the trauma that they'd experienced, right? And so really the key shift here and where I would love it if all of you could just sit with this and, and think about what this would mean for you and for your life. The key shift here was that we went from having the conversation about if I can do this to the conversation of how I can do this. And the if I can do this was very centered in, given my nervous system, given the trauma that I've experienced, given the amount of rest that I need, given the way that I, you know, all of these different things, given my circumstances, am I capable? Am I qualified? Am I cut out for this? Am I the kind of person? 
And we had to just sit with those conversations and unravel them. And once they were unraveled, we were able to have these really juicy conversations about the how and really put things in place that were gonna set this person up for exactly what they were interested in experiencing. And so this is what happens in my containers. This is what happens in Moody and Magnetic. I'm making a lot of upgrades to the program this year, having run it. I say this year because it feels like a year ago, even though I ran it in the spring. <laughs> um, I'm making a lot of upgrades to the program this round. I'm actually having a feedback call with one of our clients um, today. I'm going to be talking to one of the people who went through it last time and just getting her feedback on it because she was super engaged the whole time. And so I'm really doing everything I can to make sure that Moody and Magnetic is the experience where you can go through this journey for yourself in a community of trauma survivors who are also interested in creating a beautiful life for themselves, who are also interested in really manifesting and really seeing what they can create with this life that they've been given even though they have experienced trauma and even though that trauma has led their nervous system to behave a certain way, right? Has led them to have certain emotional needs. And so this is what we're doing in Moody and Magnetic. I would absolutely love to see you inside. And honestly, I think that's all I have to say. This was a pretty short training, but I knew that it was only gonna be about 30 to 45 minutes. And I will see you next Tuesday at this exact same time, 8.30 a.m. live on Instagram for part two, where I'm going to be really unpacking the skeleton of trauma-informed manifestation and giving you the building blocks of how you can create your own trauma-informed manifestation practice. So with that, I love you so much. Thank you for hanging with me. Make sure you do that journaling that I talked about and I will see you next week. Sending you love. If you resonated with anything from this episode, please take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Samara Kasai. Even though that's all I have for you this week, I invite you to sign up for Exhale Scarcity, Inhale Abundance. This free breathwork and meditation toolkit has already helped so many people heal their experience of scarcity and cultivate more abundance in all areas of life. I can't wait to see what it'll do for you. With that, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Stay cozy. Thank you.